Welcome everyone to episode six of Source Radio, the podcast uh, about Manifest. This week we have a ton of interesting topics. It's been a while since the last episode. Um, and honestly, I'm not going to give you guys waiting any longer. The first thing, uh, burning question is when hoodie, when, sh- when t-shirt, when whatever. Um, and that's a very interesting one to get into because I can proudly say that I am actually currently wearing a Manifest hoodie. Um, and that they are fully produced. They feel amazing. They're lovely. Uh, same goes for the t-shirts. Those are also made. They're sitting in storage in LA waiting to come to your doorstep. Um, and the only bottleneck currently would be the development of that physical claim system. And I'm sure many of you guys voted on the discord announcement where we initially proposed doing it in a way quicker fashion. Um, although later we discovered that that would have pretty big safety concerns with connecting people's Ethereum addresses and their physical addresses in the same spreadsheet, which is something we want to avoid at all costs. Um, your Ethereum address and your physical, you know, residence are, we should never even hold that data in the same place at all, or even have that data. That should not be possible. We shouldn't even need to like hold it, see it, view it. It should not be stored in plain text in a spreadsheet that's accessible by anyone. So yeah. And just to completely break it down, like the physical claim system, it connects to the back end on Shopify and our manufacturer checks Shopify, the dashboard to who to mail the orders out to. So this way it was very easy for developers, users, and, uh, manufacturers to create like a unified e-commerce checkout. The back end is all done. The front end is 75% done. Like our, uh, our backend developer, Dala, he's literally been putting in like 65 to 90 hours consistently. He's been hammering it. He's a killer. So the backend has been done for a while. Like it's actually been done for a minute. It's just, we didn't have any front end developers, but we recently brought on two new developers. So I'm very excited to, uh, in the future, introduce Hermes and Apollo to the rest of the community, but yeah anyways by bringing them on we're about like 75 percent done with the front end inventory so those will be going live you'll be able to claim them uh on inventory.manifest.gg we expect that to be live like one week before the shoe drop is open and the distinct difference between physical claim for shoes and the clothing the clothing will be at your house in like one to two weeks maybe even less because that's already pre-made the shoes they're made to order so what that means is like you select the shoes when you uh burn the nft so when you fill when you select that nft you fill out your information and you click that manifest or that order button it does two things it sends the request to backend shopify so the manufacturer can view your order and it takes and burns your nft this is the burn and redeem system i'll explain on that a little bit more later but anyways that's so the shoes they would take like three to six weeks for the shoes to be fully built and get to your doorstep because we just have to do those specific to your size because they're very expensive to do f all up uh all up front they have a high unit cost so it's way better for us to do it made to order and to make sure that you get the right size yes i think that is like such an exciting point uh i really want to hammer hammer down on because when you click that button you're not getting a shoe shipped to you when you click that button that shoe is getting made 
for you and you're not paying for the shoe for you you're paying for the service of customizing that existing shoe and that is what you get and that shoe will be just made to order so they'll be in your size because it'll literally be specifically handcrafted in la for you not by some underpaid chinese workers but by well-paid american citizens using high quality the only the highest quality materials this is really going to be a luxury drop and that's this, people so people should definitely get that luxury experience in that shoe when you hold it next if, if you take your nicest pair of shoes and you hold these next to them these are going to be better and that is that's what that's what we strive for it's purely facts like there's no other way to put it like these literally are some of the highest quality shoes that you'll ever own and so, okay so i just want to go back to the physical claim burden before redeem we, before we completely move on so why do we offer the burden redeem simply speed the you know we always said the grand vision is provenance giving chain of ownership to real world items yes that is still the vision but all the individual pieces of that engineering problem are possible it's just to do them in unison all at once is when it becomes a challenge and we did not want to keep the early community waiting like a part of me feels like we can't move on or i can't move forward unless i deliver the promises that i made in the past the promises i made in the past were getting these uh hoodies and these t-shirts in the people's hands so Burn and redeem for now is the way that we're doing things just because we want to get these in your guys' hands. We want these to be able to be in your hands. So, you know, this this was season zero. It was the start of Manifest. It was the start of our journey. We made a lot of mistakes. We learned a lot of lessons. Now, we're way better than we were six months ago. And I think we're going to keep hiring more and more developers. We'll be able to execute on that provenance, giving chain of ownership to real world items. You won't have to burn and redeem. You'll have your metaverse or your QR tag in, uh, in your ether wallet. And you'll also have the physical item in your hand and yeah, pretty much on chain. You'll have your locker of items. The, the digital shoe wall that i i kind of whenever i try to explain manifest to people now instead of trying to get all technical i i kind of refer back to that shoe wall analogy uh, of yours right now because i think it's yeah. it's very good as in just imagine like buying all these different things but not having to have them physically and just having this digital closet of everything and then as demand grows for certain things we could expand upon the functionality for that let's say out of nowhere like it's completely possible that down the line you know we start doing japanese whiskeys and for some reason the japanese whiskey part of manifest becomes abnormally large and we focus very heavily on doing something that seems very unrelated to hoodies right now right <laughs> i remember the t-shirt now meme you know but in the future manifest could be so flexible as to where a large part of our revenue comes from something whiskey related or car related and then once that picks up we could add futures markets for different kinds of Japanese whiskeys, all these kind of crazy financialized, we could basically do anything you could do to stocks, but to all of the, all of these different items that people would also still own. And I think that is an incredibly exciting prospect and is right on the cutting edge between luxury and tech. And I think that's a good place to sit. I'm, I'm, I'm There's like layers to the vision and like the more that you talk to us and the more that we like, 
vibe with you, the more of that you can actually like get to see it. So like the grand vision is we want you to be able to own everything in your pocket where you have the right to, but not obligations to take delivery. And to expand on the shoe analogy that Malark was making, like I've always wanted a shoe wall, like 20 pairs of shoes on my wall. But my family moves around too much. Like we're not like digital nomads like most people are, but we just move around, we travel a lot. And it's very unwieldy to have 20 pairs of shoes and move them around with you and keep them dead stock. So I'd rather have 20 NFTs that say I own those shoes that are stored by the tech company Manifest and proved on the blockchain. And I, and I have instant markets where I can clear them instantly. Like imagine a pseudoswap NFT pool for those specific shoes. Like you have a StockX market, but you have a pool or an inventory of shoes and that's guaranteed or backed by Manifest, an actual tech company. And in this case, you're not selling crypto, you're using crypto and selling a service on top. And I feel like that's the part where people went wrong. You don't want to build Ponzi's. You don't want to build, we want to build actual utility for the next generation of humans, digital nomads, that stuff. Yeah, so manifest. We yeah. don't want to be. We don't want to be crypto. We we are not a crypto protocol. We are not a crypto project. We are a business that uses crypto technology, and I think that is such an exciting place to be. To finally, there's so many innovations happening, and that's something that a lot of people keep coming back to as a talking point. So do I, because I think it's the most interesting thing about the space is the constant, fast pace of innovation, right? But at some point, you're gonna have to start, you know, doing real things with those innovations that actually make use of the the interesting technologies in ways that change people's lives and i think that is you know a very interesting place to be and also a good place to kind of cut off this uh, <laughs> this little tangent even though this, this is definitely worth it in one sentence we want humans to get their manifestations delivered faster that's like the concept of peeling back the layers like what are what are we actually trying to do here manifestations that one sentence and next the most faster. exciting part I think, yeah, we actually got through the other parts quite, quite quickly, which I'm very, that's, that's, that's a good surprise because now we can spend as much time as we'd like on Odyssey, which is going to be happening very soon. Alpha, alpha, alpha. And we have MJR with us here as well uh, from the Odyssey team. And so, okay, to kind of back it up, um what is manifest like what what, what is this about odyssey what, why is ohm involved in this again i remember manifest is part of the own community but why why odyssey well as i'm sure quite a few of you are aware odyssey is building an nft marketplace and manifest is one of the partners for that and we will be releasing three shoes as we've had multiple discord announcement about this but i just want this to be clear on the podcast as well we'll be releasing three different shoe designs 33 supply of each, and they'll be released in three phases. Two of them, uh, and one, there's one really premium one with crocodile leather and everything, I'm sure. And the blue one, which you guys voted for as well. Um, yeah, you guys voted for the sky blue design, if I recall, which actually really surprised me because I, <laughs> that was actually my least favorite, but it won the vote by an absolute landslide, which... It's very surprising to me, but I'm very happy we did the vote because I would have definitely not chosen it, but the most people seem happy with it. So, um, now, Rhino and MJR, what is kind of, could, could you kind of tell us that this is something that I want, uh, 
on paper, like on, on Spotify for our community. What if let's say you're in manifest, you have, uh, you know, you're in manifest, you're looking at these shoes, you think, damn, those are fly. I want some. What would they need to know about Odyssey and OMC? What do they need to do? Etc. Yeah. Oh, first of all, thanks for having me here. I just, I yeah, just explain Odyssey. That. Yeah. Um, so Odyssey is a secondary marketplace, or rather, what we're launching right now might be considered the primary marketplace, where you commit something and you know bring a contract, and there's all that sort of versatility on that level. But most of most of what we're shipping in the next couple of months, that's going to be the secondary part, and uh, we we have you know this upcoming soft launch with you know all of these quality partners like Manifest, and. I, I could not be more bullish about the fact that, you know, we have this thing that the primary flow, if you will, is spending ohm, which on the face of it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is an incredibly profound thing when you couple it with the fact that ohm is supposed to be the reserve currency of DeFi. So like, it's one thing to have all these uh, productive field farming games off in the distance, but at the end of the day, like you know, like you guys are saying, you know, you got to bring it upstream to reality, which is speaking our language kind of a daunting right now. Task. Yeah, it well, it, it's it brings things you know into focus. Like you, you can't just you know, yeah, you, you just you, you can't like make it about tokenomics. You can't make it about these sort of things that derivatives of derivatives. Yeah. So it, it, it's. I mean, I'm excited. I'm very excited to actually explore it and experiment with it and those sneakers look really nice so uh i mean in the face of it odyssey is going to be where i buy your sneakers that's how i describe it it just cannot be understated that ohm can finally be used as the currency it was meant to be used in and odyssey these are the guys that are really bringing that vision to fruition these are the guys that are really pushing Zeus's vision into existence. And I just feel like the importance of Odyssey, like a year from now, when broader markets improve and own, uh, recovers its position in the DeFi space, it just, it just cannot be understated on how pivotal, uh, Odyssey will be for that. And we're very proud to be like the first real world uh, physically claimable item on this Odyssey marketplace. You'll literally be buying a real world good with own. This is the first time that's gonna. This is gonna be possible. This is the first time that this is gonna happen. And I just think that's that's absolutely wonderful. Like that's absolutely insane. And I have a. This is this is unrelated to what I just said, but I have a technical question about. The Odyssey, so it, it's it's similar to OpenSea, but it uses Ohm and ETH instead of just ETH, and it's uh, specifically tailored to Olympus. Would it be possible for us to do the drop? Like, okay, so we're going to be pre-minting all 99 NFTs, so there will be no gas fees to mint. It would just be gas fees to do the transaction to exchange the currency, whether that be ETH or Ohm, for the shoes. Could we uh, pre-mint all of them and also drop them on our site and on Odyssey at the same time so that one contract uh, can be transacted from two different places? 
Yeah, well, in two different ways too, right? Yeah, uh, two different that's ways. Kind of, that's, that's kind of, uh, we actually, uh, I mean, from a technical side, uh, what we ended up doing is, and this is, you know, incredibly gas efficient if you do it right, <laughs> uh, but the, the, you, you can set up a reserve while you're deploying the minting contract. And in that sort of like maneuver, you can also, you know, so you're basically setting aside some in a, in a, in a wallet and that can be diverted off to some, what you would typically consider the secondary phase. And then you have this minting contract there, right? And all you do is you hook the front end, your front end into that. So I, I think that's, you know, it, I think the, the one thing that I kind of am gathering from this entire experience is how difficult it is to take something like Ohm where you don't want to just limit it to make it Ohm. As much as we would be, like to be in like two years down the future where Ohm is this very high supply, high market cap uh, type of asset, right now it's not, it's in its growth phase. And so uh, what we end up doing is we actually have uh, Ohm, S-Ohm and G-Ohm as flows. So it's kind of like at that point you have to make sure it's right and smooth. But if you're transacting in G-Ohm, S-Ohm, all of a sudden you have this entirely different uh currencies so i don't know it's, it's uh it is an interesting proposition but uh we will have to see how it works in practice wow so like that's actually is very gas efficient because we tried to do this um for our clima t-shirt drop where we allowed users to mint with their staked manifest when we still had a token uh and just so users wouldn't have to unstake so would that be possible on the own marketplace as well? Like users don't have to unstake to specifically get into own to mint. They can use their pre-existing GOM, SOM uh, to mint alongside them. Yeah, exactly. I, it, well, That's cool. So the, the, the one thing that I, maybe I'm kind of like, uh, this is a little uh, out there and I'm not, I'm not promising that it could be real. But the one thing that I do really want to look at and thank God that we have a gigabrain in Olympus called Indigo because he just created this insane primitive that on the face of it doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, but it is a huge deal and it's uh, it's called Taiki. So the idea is that you're with Ohm, the staked Ohm, it's constantly earning rebases. But what if you had your primary, your primary balance and all you did was divert the, re the rebases off to another address and that opens up a whole bunch of lossless capabilities in purchase which i mean when you couple it with a real world item I mean, it makes you wonder like how many possibilities could there be but this is one of those things where i'm like you know <laughs> you start off with ohm that's great that's just in the rc20 but then you're starting to go into SOM and then geom maybe the decimals aren't the same like maybe it's a little bit more complex but all of a sudden like the the execution risk goes up but I, that's like if i were to chase down one thing it would be that i can confirm that i can confirm that indigo is most definitely a gigabrain we talk about <laughs> he was an early consultant for like manifest like he didn't do any work on manifest we just would always ask him questions about policy just questions about everything we would and like we would always discuss like other DeFi primitives such as literally primitive. It's a options protocol. 
uh and yeah i just love exploring like <laughs> you know just really being a DeFi nerd with him i just like absolutely love that i just love talking to him he's a very smart guy very cool guy very humble guy like you wouldn't like keep the time and attention when i knew he was busy doing so many cool things at olympus and i'm just greatly appreciative because i feel like you know he was one of the ones that like really bet on me early on and it's like i'll never forget that i'll literally never forget that i'm definitely gonna have to reward him with some alpha or like some sibling airdrop opportunities in the near future some of these manifest shoes <laughs> Bro, I cannot, I cannot wait for those shoes to finally start getting into people's hands. And also, like, the, the, this just popped into my head, MJR. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but um, I think you asked all partners to just send some, like, whatever to you guys so you could, like, have that for giveaways and everything. Uh, we should talk about that because I sent, I sent one, I think I sent, like, one of each of our hoodies or something. And we can do that, like, a cool, a cool kind of giveaway for that i think that'd be interesting yeah definitely yeah just but give some away i, I we're, we're thinking about this like i i first of all thank you i i definitely me and the team i'm sure we could definitely appreciate the the i mean the opportunity for other for other community members to kind of get this quick little oh my god i got i just got this hoodie this is mm -hmm. like this is an incredibly rare artifact this isn't just any old hoodie I mean, yeah. right now I'm walking, I'm walking around in a cemetery and I'm wearing this uh, developer DAO hoodie and it, it, it's most of its value is abstract, just like the cemetery. So it, it's kind of like at the end of the day, you do want to, I don't know, I, I guess I'm going off on a tangent, tangent but I mean, it, some of these things are just so valuable that just, it's mind blowing. That's the thing. Uh, a shoe is a commodity but put the swoosh on it and it's worth a few billion if you look at nike like things are a commodity but what you buy is the feeling you know and that is that goes the same for the genesis hoodies their their value lies obviously in the care that has been put into creating them and the designs but also in the fact that they are the genesis hoodies you know that whatever we do no matter where manifest goes those will always be the first so i think that, that just has such a tremendous kind of cultural value for Manifest as a whole that that cannot be understated. So I would love to just spread that love to as many people as possible. I actually still have quite a few myself and I'd be willing to like give away quite a few. I'm not 100% sure when, but coming week we are going to be doing uh, a call with Odyssey, an event with Odyssey, uh, probably in the Odyssey server, not exactly sure. Um, there. If, if if you're missing if you if you're like them I I want a few more manifest cities show up there because we're I'm gonna be spreading the love there. Um, I still I, I have too many they they're too heavy I want to give them all away. <laughs> Dude I gave a bunch away early on like I would I would always be like giving them in a chat like mm -hmm. in a Twitter space. It, it's you know it's that giving nature of manifest at manifest we've always like strive to give people like a different type of feeling like you can see that in our role system like you start at courageous you work your way up to enlightened and how you like you don't even work your way up you don't do anything all you do is just tight messages relate to us 
and then like you know we just jump you up to whatever role that we feel like you're at and not not the what not that like we're the ultimate end-all be-all deciders but it's just that concept of like remembering people's names remembering what they told you remembering their stories asking about their families asking about their kids asking them how their day's been asking them if they're still working out asking them how their walk's going and also i really I really fuck with the fact that you're walking and talking. I do that often, MJR. I'm surprised that you're that you're not walking right now. It's a little bit <laughs> bad weather out here. I see, Usually, I see. I'm walking and talking on all our team calls. Very base. Everything. Steve Jobs would do that. And speaking of Steve Jobs, I also wanted to talk about this newspaper NFT. We haven't released it uh, yet. Or talked about all that much. Yeah. So this is uh, as part of the shoe. It's like a burn and redeem. You know. So like. I know people also want like a rare NFT along with the shoe that they claim. So anyone that buys the shoe, they'll get uh, one of these newspaper NFTs. And this is a parody newspaper from December 7th, 2043. And it's a Washington uh, Post newspaper with four headlines. Manifest Collective takes over the world. Tech tumbles, Meta on the verge of bankruptcy, Elon Musk renounces bid for the U.S. presidency, and Klimadao collaborates with the European Union. And I, I just wanted to write this parody newspaper with such attention to detail. The newspaper itself costs $17. The weather is like 90 to 80 degrees in December. And I took the time and care to make all the articles like realistic like i dove into meta and their problems and discussed why they tumbled and why they're on the verge of bankruptcy elon musk he was born in south america so he's not natural born so i discussed in uh how he tried to buy out senators and how he tried to uh get the u.s to overturn the constitutional section where it says you must be natural born to be a u.s sitting president and how he failed to do that so he had to renounce his bid and in the climate collaborates with the European Union, I wrote uh, on like the actual process on, you know, the UN has these climate change conferences. I actually did the math for like what climate conference uh, it would be at that time. It's the 47. And like I went through the process of how it would actually look like and who would be speaking on climate. And I also dove into regenerative finance because I believe that's going to be bigger and bigger. And I talked about green real estate. And it, although it's a parody, I want it to feel real. And how does this relate to Steve Jobs? Well, when Steve Jobs, this is a this is a very cool story, very synchronous story. When Steve Jobs was fired or kicked out from Apple, he went to go on to found another company. This company was called Next. They made computers as well, but they were incredibly overpriced and not very effective or efficient at all. Steve Jobs was down on his luck. He was about to go on stage to try to sell this perfect cube black box that did absolutely nothing. It was completely overpriced and garbage and he knew it was going to bomb. And someone from his past hands him a parody newspaper. He reads the parody newspaper and it says, Apple buys uh, Next for their OS and bring Steve back on as CEO. And that actually manifested. He looked at that newspaper in such awe, like he held on to it. He was like, this is, this is it. And that's that 
feeling of synchronicity. That's that engineering of synchronicity that we want to inspire at Manifest. Feelings like that. That, like, imagine your shock when your future, your, you know what's going to happen. Apple bought next. All cash, all stock. Steve Jobs came back to Apple. And the rest, the rest is history. Is history. <laughs> the rest is history. Exactly. That is powerful. Yes. And that's, that's yeah. why I made that newspaper. Yeah, we, I, we had a I, few I different... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I... We had a few different ideas. Uh, one was to like add it as like an extra little incentive and give everyone that buys a shoe one of these. Another was to auction off like you know a complete one of one. Um, and I think I think doing that just making it a bit more exclusive might is possibly better because you know it's 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 such a cool cool piece with such a a lot of lore behind it. So I think that just giving it away would kind of devalue it too much. I think just doing an auction on this would be uh, the best yeah. way to value it. We'll discuss. We'll discuss it further. But I, I also want to give the shoeholders yeah. more incentive. Exactly. I, I will. Yeah. And, and there's I only 99 like of the shoes. Another NFT. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It's not going to be diluted all that much. It'll still be like a yeah, 99, like 99 supply at that point, which is still incredibly rare. Oh, I kind of, I kind of want to make this yeah, sticker. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, I I I keep thinking about the other reference you were uh, were talking about, which is the 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 blockchain history for Bitcoin at the very beginning, where they included the quote from that newspaper, uh, where the chancellor was it the yeah. chancellor needed to bail out the banks, and so yeah. it, this is such like a, a like a it's it's so prophetic, like it's not you know it's going to manifest, but it's it's like it, at the moment it's just a message, like a really simple symbol but yeah i i wonder you know <laughs> what you might be you know creating in, in, as a joke might actually be a future that we are headed towards you know klima I, you know, I think about klima all these other things it's just i mean to me it's almost inevitable in whatever sh way shape or form that's it I, I think that's something interesting about these kind of manifestations uh prophecies it maybe in the case of Steve Jobs, it happened very literally. I, I I just looked over at the Steve Jobs book. I have like right next to me as I said that. But I think often these things kind of materialize in more of an abstract way where it kind of happens, but you don't know exactly how it's going to happen. And it happens in like these weird, unexpected, completely unexpected exactly. way. And then, but it still happens. For it. And it's yeah. still, it, it just kind of hits you in a, and you're like, oh shit, that is like completely not what I expected, but it's actually exactly the same. Steve Jobs didn't expect to get that parody paper. He just saw it and like, you know, he was down on his luck. He was about to bomb his second company, run out of money. And then he saw that and that just gave him the faith to keep going. Like, just keep going. And that's pretty much the message we want to give. Like, and that's part of the reason why I put Klima at the top because I know they've like struggled. They've, they've took a hit, but like, they're taking a you know, there's eating. real people that believe in them. There's real people that believe in them. And a lot of people like don't want meta to be like the metaverse and they don't fuck with what Facebook is doing. And like they want a reality in which it's on the verge of bankruptcy for all the you know shitty things, the bad things that they've done. And you know, people want Elon Musk as president. So I don't I don't really have too much like thoughts on him. I just thought like you know, it'd be cool to include like how that might play out in Elon Musk's presidency because he'd have to overturn the national uh, born law 
So I thought it'd be interesting to dive into that narrative. And it's also like kind of like an educational newspaper because you can learn a lot of things from this because I, I really put some research into it. And when I put Manifest Collective takes over the world, like my vision goes far beyond like, you know, as I said, our goal is to speed up manifestations, but that's, that's like, if you peel back all the layers and want to bring it to first principles or as condensed as possible, that's it. But there's more than that. Like, you know, I want to have like a multitude of companies all under this one large umbrella, which is Manifest Collective. Yes. If, if the vibe is right, you just got to go ahead with it. Yeah. I want a weapons tech company. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> That's what I really want. I really want to have a weapons tech company by the time I'm 40. <laughs> you got to fill the miniaturized reactor first. <laughs> uh, I think I might just been playing too much Civilization 6. It's way too fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good game. Good I game. To, I used to play three, and that was like, I, it, you, you waste so much time in that, but it's, you can't so put it much. down. Dude, I put like 20 hours in, in the past two weeks. That's not a lot, but like, I'm not a very heavy gamer. So like for me to just start gaming that much, like me and my friends will be up until like 4 a.m. playing it. It's like, it's just way too fun. Like you just get in it and you just get in the mode. Make a manifestations yeah, happen. I well, not to get off too uh, too much of a tangent, but I remember playing. Uh, I think it was After Earth, and that was like, yeah. I, it's just it, it's something about not just the one game, but it's also about the I, I just call it the intellectual property, but the you know the vibe of this entire lore yeah. that's bundled up, bundled up, and and it's kind of like when you play one of the games, you just remember playing all the games. Mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know. It's 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 a powerful vibe. It is. I played Civ Five and Beyond Earth, which was a uh, DLC of Civ Five. So it, it was like, like the whole Alien version, which I thought was very. What? I didn't know that existed. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for having me here. I, uh, oh, for I sure. But, uh, yeah, I was about to, to end. The, I was about to like end the episode too. So you're like perfectly timed. That's crazy. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> It's, it's definitely it's definitely time to end when we start talking about like Civ Five and Civ Six. <laughs> oh, get me started. Yeah, don't get me started. It is it is time to call it. We could ramble on for like two hours about the most random topics. We could dive into oh, ape. We could dive into like so many other things going on. We'll do that on the Twitter Spaces next week. We will. Yes. Thank you a lot for your time, MJ. You're you've been very helpful. Thanks a lot for showing up and kind of uh, having a chat with us here. Appreciate oh, yeah, it for sure. And thanks everyone uh, well, for listening. Yeah, before I go, can I? I'm just gonna show it. You know, Olympus Odyssey.xyz. The I, the event is still open. Go over there right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I'm pretty pretty excited. We're we're gonna uh, you know right now our heads are down looking at the soft launch of the marketplace, and that's the next big thing. And I, I could not be more excited about that. That's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a journey, but we'll get there. Totally. Anyway, uh, have a nice day. Bye bye. And uh, I'll see you uh, next week. And I'll see all of you guys. Uh, maybe not next week, but next episode for sure. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you guys for being here in the chat right now. Uh, 
And of course, love to the people listening on Spotify as well. Hope to see you guys next episode. And bye-bye.